The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today you might remember how, in an earlier episode, the government of Belgium asked residents to help combat the growing potato glut by eating more fries. Specifically, they were asked to eat palm frites at least twice a week. It seems their actions have inspired the nearby country of France, where, recently, authorities asked their own citizens to pitch in and to eat more cheese. Last week, Michael Lacoste, the president of the National Council of Appalachians of Dairy Origin, said French customers have turned away from cheese since the outbreak of the novel coronavirus, which caused cheese sales to decline by an estimated 60% from the beginning of lockdown on March 17th to April 10th. Lacoste speculated that cheese producers will be left with at least 5,000 tons of overstocked cheese by the end of the pandemic. And unlike some other products, the hundreds of different French-produced cheeses have a fairly limited shelf life. 80% of these cheeses have a shelf life that doesn't exceed eight weeks, and some go bad after less than a month. Lacoste blames the changes in demand on a change in habit for the average French consumer, saying they started focusing on basic necessities, leaving the cheese industry to face an enormous loss. 
Yet dairy farmers and producers continued working. The National Council, in an earlier statement, wrote, quote, a massive overstocking of 2,000 tons of cheeses of certified quality and origin was therefore instantly created. They added that beyond the risk of causing immense waste, the sustainability of a sector is at stake, and this could have major consequences for rural areas, for which this sector is often the only economic activity to be expected. Lacoste says, we are not confined. We didn't stop working. We worked every day. So eat cheese. Make a fair trade act to maintain the French culture, the French tradition, the French heritage that we all share. Non-essential shops have been shut in France for weeks since the country entered lockdown in response to the COVID-19 outbreak. Here's hoping the massive French cheese industry powers through this unpleasantness. As for one of the other great staples of French cuisine, you might be surprised to note wine sales are also in danger of sharp decline, experiencing a level of shrinkage comparable to what happened at the end of World War II. So here's to taking up the cause. When this is all over, you can tell your friends and family that your new diet of fries, cheese, and wine is part of your duty as a global citizen. And France, if you're listening, feel free to send some cheese my way. I'm always glad to help out. Our second story today. Across the vast span of Earth's animals, we've always accepted that creatures have a few basic universal commonalities. Animals reproduce. They, in most cases, die. And they need certain things to live. The right environment, for example, or food, or air. Yet recent research confirms these rules may not be as ironclad as we once believed. Earlier this year, scientists discovered the first multicellular organism that doesn't need oxygen to survive. It's true. The scientists discovered there's a jellyfish-like parasite that doesn't have a mitochondrial genome. This is the first multicellular organism to have this absence. That means it doesn't breathe. In fact, it lives its entire life completely free of oxygen dependency. We know there are adaptations that allow some organisms to thrive in low oxygen or hypoxic conditions. Some single-celled organisms have evolved mitochondria-related organelles for anaerobic metabolism, but the possibility of exclusively anaerobic multicellular organisms has been the subject of some scientific debate. This discovery isn't just changing our understanding of how life can work here on Earth. It could also have implications for the search for extraterrestrial life. A little bit of background here. Life as we know it started to develop the ability to metabolize oxygen, that is to respirate or breathe, sometime over 1.45 billion years ago. A larger archaeon engulfed a smaller bacterium, and somehow the bacterium's new home was beneficial to both parties. So the two stayed together. That symbiotic relationship billions of years ago resulted in the two organisms evolving together. Eventually, those bacteria ensconced within became organelles that we call mitochondria today. Every cell in your body, except for your red blood cells, has large numbers of mitochondria. These are essential for your respiration process. 
This team of researchers, led by Diana Yahalomi of Tel Aviv University in Israel, decided to take another look at a common salmon parasite called Henegoya salmonicola. It belongs to the same phylum as coral, jellyfish, and anemones. Although the cysts it creates inside a fish's flesh are unsightly, these parasites are actually not harmful, and they'll live with a salmon for its entire life cycle. Tucked away inside its fishy host, this tiny creature can survive hypoxic conditions, but exactly how it does so is difficult to know without looking at the creature's DNA. So that's exactly what the researchers did. They used deep sequencing to conduct a close study of H. salmonicola, and they found it had lost its mitochondrial genome. Additionally, it's also lost the capacity for aerobic respiration, and almost all of the nuclear genes involved in transcribing and replicating mitochondria. These results show that here, at least, is a multicellular organism that does not need oxygen to survive. But how does it survive? That still remains somewhat of a mystery. It could be leaching various substances from its host, but that's yet to be determined conclusively. The loss is pretty consistent with an overall trend in these creatures, one of genetic simplification. Over many, many years, they have essentially evolved from a free-living jellyfish ancestor into a much more simple parasite, the one we see today. This research provides some astonishing insight, but it also raises many questions. And, on a personal note, we at the Strange News Daily team would like to ask you a favor. Take a look at photographs of H. Salmonicola and tell us what you think these little guys look like. We, you see, think they look exactly like alien heads. Our third story today. For the first time in its 274-year history, Princeton University has named its first black valedictorian. In a recent press release, Princeton announced that Nicholas Johnson, an operations research and financial engineering concentrator from Montreal, has been named the valedictorian of Princeton's class of 2020. While acknowledging the profound significance of his achievement, Johnson also pointed out the historical context in which this occurs, saying, quote, It feels empowering. Being Princeton's first black valedictorian holds special significance to me, particularly given Princeton's historical ties to the institution of slavery. He went on to add, I hope that this achievement motivates and inspires younger black students, particularly those interested in STEM fields. He also said he appreciated the university for encouraging him to explore his interests by supporting him with international internships and cultural immersion trips to Peru, Hong Kong, and the United Kingdom. Johnson's senior thesis focused on developing algorithms to design a community-based preventative health intervention to decrease obesity in Canada. A member of the Princeton chapter of Engineers Without Borders, Johnson also worked as a software engineer in machine learning at Google's California headquarters during his time at Princeton. Johnson has achieved numerous academic honors during his time at Princeton. He is a recipient of the Class of 1883 English Prize for Freshmen in the School of Engineering, a two-time recipient of the Shapiro Prize for Academic Excellence, and a co-recipient of the Class of 1939 Princeton Scholar Award. 
He was elected to Phi Beta Kappa in fall 2019 and to Tau Beta Pi in 2018, where he served as president of the Princeton chapter in 2019. This summer, he will intern as a hybrid quantitative researcher and software developer at the D.E. Shaw Group, a global investment and technology development firm. In the fall, Johnson will begin his Ph.D. studies in operations research at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Although the coronavirus pandemic canceled Princeton's in-person graduation ceremony, the school is still holding a virtual one on May 31st. Congratulations, Nicholas. You are part of history in the making. That's all for now. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners will enjoy, uh, to tell us your bad dad jokes or your terrible puns, or most importantly, to let us know about your personal experience with COVID-19. You can reach out to us by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter or reach out to me directly. I'm Ben Bolin HSW on Twitter or Ben Bolin on Instagram. Thanks as always to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and most importantly, thanks to you. I'm Ben Bolin. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, stay strange. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.